everyone. Welcome to the show. Today we are doing our picks for week eight of the NFL season. I've taken a couple of weeks off. Life gets busy, uh, but we are back and we are going to pick some games. Now, the one thing I know about the NFL is that I don't know anything about the NFL because I've been watching all these games and way too many teams that are supposed to be winning are losing and way too many teams that are supposed to be losing are winning. And wow, do we have some midseason awards to give away as well. Like coach of the year, can we just already give it to Pete Carroll? I mean, nobody expected this team to do anything and now they're leading their division midway through the season. Like what a great job by Pete Carroll. Like you can love him or you can hate him. Regardless of what you think, that dude can coach, okay? And nobody can say it's because he's got a quote-unquote stacked roster or anything. I know Brian Dayball is doing a great job in, in New York. The difference is is that I feel like New York has caught some breaks that has allowed them to be where they are, whereas if they didn't catch those kind of lucky breaks, then their season could be easily 2-5 and five right now. But I love what Brian Dayball is doing, all right? So let's get into it. We got some games to pick. We are going to be picking uh, six games, all right, six games. I tried to not just pick every single one that was a favorite. Again, I'm trying to pick against or with the lines as well, so I'm trying to do that. Uh, Let's get right into it. Our first game of the day is going to be Miami over Chicago. Miami's only getting five points here, and honestly, I have no idea why. Uh... Chicago just lost two of its best defensive players and Roquan Smith and Quinn up, up front. I, I frankly have no idea how all of a sudden they're going to go up against one of the best offensive teams in the league. And now all of a sudden they're supposed to compete with them just because they went out and got Justin Fields a wide receiver. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, although I do like what Chicago's doing with Justin Fields. I mean, look, his, his, natural ability is like cam newton's to where his best quality so far is his ability to escape and and the pocket and run for yardage i think he has a cannon for an arm i don't know how accurate he is or how good he can read through his progressions i'm not a quarterback coach and i haven't studied the film but if you watch the games that they're actually somewhat successful in offensively it's because he can make things happen with his feet and honestly if you get put a couple of weapons around him this goes back to the whole thing of like look are they really a good quarterback or is it like the fact that they're in a system and they have weapons around them right it's it i don't know what we can see from justin fields yet because he doesn't have all the weapons around him i don't know how great their coaching is offensively um, but if they lean into what he does well I think they have a chance uh, to progress and to be a better offensive team down the line. Like right now, they're just not, but they have a chance to be better down the line. I don't think that it's a five-point game. I think it's a 10-point game. Uh, Give me Miami at like 31 to 20 or something like that. Uh, I think think it's a 10 to 11-point game. I think that's an easy game for for Miami. Uh, Next one I'm going to pick, and I'm not sure about this one just because, man, do they look bad offensively. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati over Carolina. And I know that people will be like, dude, it's Carolina. Like, But, like, Carolina has been showing a little bit of a spark ever since Christian McCaffrey left, which I don't know why that is because he everybody loved Christian McCaffrey. It wasn't, like, a toxic player they got rid of. Like, I don't know what's going on in Carolina, 
but I do know what's going on in Cincinnati. And they lost their number one wide receiver, probably a top five or six wide receiver in the league in Jamar Chase. Their offensive line looks just like a JV football team. They're getting pushed around. They're, they're allowing Joe Burrow to get hit on literally every single drop back. Um, and I, it's not because their offensive line, they don't have guys on there that are good. They do. I don't know if it's chemistry. I don't know if it's just, you know, they're, they're past their, their good years. I don't know what's going on up front. But they need to give Joe Burrow more time than like half a second to get rid of the ball. Um, and with Jamar Chase gone, there's a lot of pressure being put on T. Higgins and Joe Mixon to carry that team offensively. Um, so I, I don't know what to expect from Cincy offensively. Obviously, like I said, Joe Burrow just needs to stop getting hit, which, again, that's not always on him. It is sometimes. Let's not put it all on the offensive line. But when you're leading the league in sacks, uh, it's a more offensive line than it is anything else. So give me Cincinnati. They're getting seven points. I don't think they win by seven. Uh, I think they could, and I think they should still, even without Jamar Chase, I think they should beat the Panthers by more than seven. But um, give me Cincinnati by like six, maybe. I'm going to take the under on that. That might be a stupid idea, but they just have looked so bad recently. Uh, Next game I'm going to pick. I'm going to take Minnesota over Washington. This is maybe the easiest pick of the entire year. Uh, And I say that and watch Minnesota get upset. Minnesota just got a new weapon for Kirk Cousins. They're not playing in primetime, which is Kirk Cousins' kryptonite. Um, And they're playing a Washington team that is kind of flailing around like right now. And Minnesota's only getting three points. Now, by the time this comes out, it might be four or five or six or seven. But right now, it's only three points. I would take, I would hammer that over. I mean, they're going to beat them by 14 points. You you just got TJ Hawkinson to add to the wide receiving core and to the fact that you have a running back group. Like, Minnesota is going to put up some points in this game. I don't think Washington's defense is that great already. Minnesota is going to be, I mean, hammer, let's just put it this way, hammer the over in that game. I don't know a lot about the NFL, but hammer the over in that game. Next one I'm going to take, this one again, is going to be an easy pick for me. Give me Buffalo over the New York Jets. Now, Buffalo's getting 12 and a half. That's scary. But you thought last week was bad with the fact that Zach Wilson threw the ball three times to the other team. Uh, Now you got Buffalo coming in there, and I would say that Buffalo's secondary is better than New England's secondary. Maybe not up front, but in the back. And I don't know if... I mean, I don't know if they're if Buffalo is as well coached defensively as the Patriots. You could say they have more superstars, though, or stars. Sure, um, and maybe that makes up for you know maybe a difference in coaching. But I mean, the reality is this: Josh Allen's going to have himself a day. Now, I think the Jets' defense is actually pretty good. Um, I don't think the Jets' defense is ready for what's coming for him offensively. I think it might take Josh Allen a drive to kind of get it going. Maybe two drives. But at the end of the day, he's putting up 31 points on that Jets team. And the Jets aren't scoring more than 17. So give me the Jets. Give me give me the Buffalo Bills by over on that. Yes, I'm taking the over. I know it's, it's 12 and a half. But I just, I think it's more to do with the fact that I don't trust the Jets offense right now with Zach Wilson just yet. I think he could if he like protects the ball more. They could be better. But I just don't trust them just yet. I think he does. I think he's good. I think he just makes too many careless mistakes. Like he has a great arm. 
He can escape the pocket. He's got all these, you know, he's got all these attributes about him. But the, the, the main attribute is make good decisions. At the quarterback position, the things that decide whether you're like really, really good or just not great is the decision-making process. And he just doesn't have the decision-making process just yet. So I think that's going to, I think he's going to have at least two picks against Buffalo. And I think one of them, at least one of them might be a disaster, you know, maybe a pick six or maybe a pick inside his own 40. Um, So give me Buffalo, give me them 31, 14. That sounds about right. Um, 31, 17, somewhere in there. Uh, I, I think Buffalo scores at least 30 points in this game. All right, next game. I got two more to go. All right, now here's the one that I didn't know. I think this is a pick em, but I'm only picking this game the way I'm picking it because of what happened last week. Let me rewind last week. So last week, Las Vegas goes into play uh, the New Orleans Saints, and the New Orleans Saints beat them like a rag doll. I mean, beat the ever-living, like, like a senior in high school would beat up a sixth grader. That's basically what it looked like, Okay. It was so bad that I cannot look at this game and go, man, Jacksonville can't beat the the Raiders. Do the Raiders have a better roster? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think man for man, the Raiders have a better roster. I have no earthly idea what is going on in Las Vegas right now. And sure, maybe you put all that on Josh McDaniels. Maybe he's just an offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. and, And maybe that's what you chalk it up to. But... I think Jacksonville is, has shown like life, like as the year progressive, you just progresses. You just got to get Trevor Lawrence to stop making it. Like, again, it's the same thing like with Zach Wilson. And I understand they're both second year quarterbacks, but you got to kind of undo all the things that he learned last year because last year he didn't have great coaching. And so this year you kind of have to unlearn those things. Um, even though it's his second year in the league, it's really like his first year because he's having to unlearn everything that his last coach taught him. I think Doug Peterson can coach this team to a win. I'm going to take Jacksonville, even though Las Vegas is getting a point and a half. Absolutely taking Jacksonville straight up in this game. Uh, last game of the day. Now, the last game of the day, these two teams used to be, uh, it used to be what the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs are now, right? Buffalo and Kansas City now is like the main event in in football when they come together everybody watches the games it's like kansas city is kind of the kryptonite for the buffalo bills like no matter how good buffalo is kansas city seems to have their number i know that buffalo won this year um we'll see what happens in the playoffs but right now they are what peyton manning and tom brady used to be for the colts and the new england patriots and they're playing this week. Obviously, no Peyton. They're not coming through the door. And boy, oh boy, would the Colts fans love to see Peyton walk through the door. And uh, and there's no Tom Brady. Uh, there's a Mac Jones, though, who looks pretty good. I don't care what anybody says. He looks pretty good. Obviously, has his moments, but he's a young quarterback. And let's not forget that even the GOATs, like Peyton Manning, led the league in interceptions his, his rookie year. You know what I mean? So... <clears throat> Let's just go with this. New England's defense is playing great. Jonathan Taylor's probably not playing. Sam Ellinger, I know he looks great. But I'm going to make this argument. Is there any coach in the league who makes first and second year quarterbacks look as bad 
as Bill Belichick does. There are very, very few uh, players that I can recall in the league or have played in the league that have gone against Bill Belichick the first time, their first time, and actually been successful. Going all back, all the way through his entire time in New England. How many quarterbacks have faced Bill Belichick for the first time and actually been successful? Especially, especially quarterbacks in their first or second year trying to beat Bill. There aren't many. Okay, there aren't many. I have seen good quarterbacks, and I mean good quarterbacks, go up against Bill the first time and look bad. So I'm going to, I am solely picking this game based on that fact alone. New England is getting five and a half right now. I'm going to hammer that over because I think Sam Ellinger is going to be in for a day. That is not a knock on Sam Ellinger. That is not a knock on him. That is simply praise for what Bill Belichick does defensively to first and second year quarterbacks who have never faced him before. I think, okay, and I look, I've seen Bill Belichick absolutely roast Justin Herbert, and I think Justin Herbert's a great quarterback. I think that his coaching has not been great, but I think he's got all the intangibles. I think that if they actually open up the playbook for him a little bit more and they give him more reads and things like that, they'd be more creative offensively. You could turn that offense into what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing, but they don't do that. They don't open up the playbook and do all those creative things, but I have seen I have seen Bill Belichick make Justin Herbert, make Philip uh, Rivers, make uh, some very, very, very good quarterbacks look absolutely silly. Okay, that is not a knock on on Sam on Sam as a quarterback. I just think it's going to be a long Sunday for him, and I am simply going to take the Patriots by more than seven. I think that the Indianapolis Colts defense is pretty good. I think they have been playing better. Although, you know, they have their moments, I guess. But I'm going to take the Patriots probably in a game like 24 to 24 to 17. That's a seven-point game, 24-17, 24, maybe 24-16, something like that. Uh, you know, I look... I, I, I just don't know how well they're going to actually move the ball for the Colts. So that's it, guys. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, who knows on all these games? All right. I I think there's a couple in there that I think are, are pretty sound, although with the lines, I don't know. But that's what I got for you guys today. You guys have a great one. Enjoy week eight, and I'll catch you guys next week.